Hello and welcome back to the podcast. Today is episode 65, which well and truly puts us in the top 1% of global podcasts, which is quite an incredible feat. So I'm so happy we've managed to get here. We've had some incredible guests and we've got so many more to come. So if you're new here, because we've had a ton of new subscribers recently, if you're new here, thank you for joining. If you're someone who's listened for a while or since the beginning, a big thank you for supporting the podcast. The support that you're giving us is really what's able to get us these new and incredible guests. Uh, we re- we've just recorded this week with Spencer Lodge, uh, a really, really interesting podcast about sales and mindset and a lot about charitable giving as well, the sort of the purpose behind business, which will be coming out next week. And we've got some people after that, which you really won't want to miss out on. We're really starting to get these people in the door now, which are able to really give incredible insight, um, which, is, which is so cool. So thank you so much for, for listening and for supporting the podcast. I'm not recording a video today because I'm about to go camping uh, and I don't think I could get, could get the house uh, pretty enough for it to go onto YouTube. But uh, if you don't subscribe already, head over to our YouTube channel. All the podcasts or most of the podcasts are recorded on there. And there's also some other really helpful videos on there that we're recording to help you with your, uh, your growth journey in business. So I wanted to talk today about creativity in business. And the reason I want to talk about it is because of what we've experienced over the last eight to 12 months, which is quite incredible growth in our own business, along with the clients that we're helping. And I want to talk about my mullet. If you don't know, I'm growing a mullet. It's been really different. You know, why not? Why not change your style up? Some people hate it. Some people love it. I'm really sorry, mum. You're one of the, one of the haters. Um, and the reason I'm going to talk about my own hair, which is a bit of a strange topic, is because it's just a way of showing creativity, in my opinion. I've always, uh, I've always loved business. I've always had little uh, side hustles whilst I was at you know, school or um, you know, early on in my, in my career. I went to uni and studied business, did a master's in economics, and then went to work at big businesses. The first business I worked at, there wasn't a lot of creativity. The second one was the world's leading creative business in my eyes in terms of uh, digital uh, online business. And what's really interesting there is the difference between those businesses. And what actually was what was termed as creativity and why you're allowed to be creative and how it was managed to actually create success in any project that we touched. So I want to talk about how creativity can be used in your business. You know, when I first started my own business, I thought I had to create the same mentality as I had in the corporate world. Maybe wear suits and have a short back and sides, clean shaven. You know, I was worried about using LinkedIn, worried about using social medias, worried about how I would talk to people because I thought, They're not going to give me the credibility that I think I deserve unless I can showcase how professional I am and how wrong I was. I really, really believe that I was wrong. So I'm going to talk about creativity today. And I'm going to start with a quote from Steve Jobs. He said, innovation distinguishes between a leader and a follower. Innovation. So we think about what he was talking about. Have you ever seen the film about Steve Jobs or you read any of his uh, other books that have been written about him? He talks about creativity as the number one thing in business and obviously you can see that through the businesses that he that he ran you know when he was at apple he was doing incredibly creative things he was at pixar one of the most creative businesses in the world so i think it's a really really important topic for us to touch on so i'm going to give you some advice on i think where you can be more creative and some ways to do that so obviously we can start with marketing and communication and solution building creativity in that context is how we're going to think about how we can grow these businesses. So one of the first things we do when we speak to a new client is, okay, what do you do? Just tell us what you do. And usually it lasts you know, five minutes and it's, I can't be bothered to listen to it. 
It's not that I can't be bothered. It just doesn't resonate with me, right? Maybe it's something that's really difficult to understand. And that's exactly how the salesperson is feeling when they're delivering it and how the prospect is feeling it when they're receiving it. And then you ask the question, well, why is no one looking at my Instagram? Why is no one stopping on my ads? Well, you've already answered it through what you do, being not interesting enough. So we're talking today about marketing, communication, and the solution you put in place. And what I want to talk about or stop is the misconceptions. I'm not talking about being silly. I'm not talking about, uh, you know, changing the color of your hair or making it look different, trying to stand out. I'm just talking about allowing yourself or affording yourself the ability to let your creative juices flow because we've all got creativity, whether you've been told you have or you haven't. You definitely have. And there's definitely ways that you can think in your business to make changes that allow you to stand out and become uncommoditized in your industry. So I want to give you an example of some of the clients that we've had. I'll give you one example and I won't talk about the, um, the actual business, but we've currently got clients in all sorts of industries, in eight countries, in e-commerce, law, fitness, well-being clinics, life coaching and home furniture, just to name a few. Those are not the, interesting, the most interesting businesses in the world. Fitness is probably the one that comes to mind when I said that, that you think is the most interesting, you can do the most with. All of these businesses have got massive returns they're doing really well. They had incredible stories. They had amazing uh, solutions, but they were doing it in such a professional manner that no one was coming through the door to, to spend money with them. And I think that's an interesting point. I think it's really interesting just to be like, what actually is your goal? Because if your goal is to get attention, that's easy. But if your goal is to convert someone, that's different. It's slightly harder, but it still comes down to creativity. How can you solve my problem in a creative way? And it's really important not to chain yourself or your marketer to a desk to tell them to think about business, to tell yourself that you need to market yourself today. You know, the amount of um, back to school campaigns that we see in August that you know a junior marketer was just chained to a desk and told to create some creative about their sales. And you know that it's not going to convert other than because people just go, oh, I need some new shoes. I'm going to go and get those shoes. They didn't really, the marketing didn't work. There was no return on ad spend. There was no return on investment. They weren't creative enough. And you can be creative if you afford yourself the ability to be um, creative. So I think, you know, what you can say there is the best thing about a failed marketing campaign is that no one saw it, right? You're lucky if no one's seen your, your poor marketing campaigns because if they've seen it, you've damaged your reputation, you need to allow yourself to put good work out there and to show yourself, show your uh, authenticity. One of our clients, and I won't mention their name, has, has a, a really boring business, you know, and she wouldn't be upset if I did say the name because she's doing incredibly well now. But she knows that ultimately, in inverted commas, it's boring. Uh, they, they do a lot of workshops and a lot of talks, and she actually is incredibly fun. And what she does in the, the delivery is really fun, but it's on a boring topic. And for that reason, she was marketing it in, a, in an incredibly serious way, right? So since we changed it to be more creative, they've 10x their profit, 10x their profit. And it's not about being silly. It really isn't. It's about allowing your personality to come out. And so the biggest tip I can give you here is stay informed. You need to always trust the data. So what's going down really well? What are your competitors doing? What are the trends doing? What's the online news saying, right? So you maybe you check published press. What's going on in published press? Because if something, if there's a trend going on, you really want to get on board with that. 
If everyone's leaning towards using TikTok, use TikTok. If everyone's going for sh longer videos, like TikTok, for example, they're seeing massive growth in 60 second plus videos, start using them, stay informed, be on brand, be on topic. You can use um, stuff that's going on in the news. If you've never heard of Ryan Reynolds, the guy from Deadpool, or Blake Lively's husband, he's got a company called um, Maximum Effort. And they literally use that as their marketing, their marketing method. They literally just go, whatever's in the news that's a little bit funny, the next day they'll have whoever was on the news or whoever was, the, you know, whatever the story was, they'll have it in their ad creative. They'll have it in their business or in an ad. They are that quick. They stay informed so well that their competitors can't keep up with them. The second sort of tip I'd give there is use creativity tools. So it's one thing to stay informed, then what do you do? How do you take action? We all know that action gains traction. So the creativity tools I would use straight away collab sessions. Get in a room with someone or on a phone with someone, just start talking about something. You know, if you've got a WhatsApp group with some business owners, if you're in a community, start thinking about stuff. Don't worry about people taking your ideas. They're not in the same business as you. And if they are, maybe just be careful of what you're saying, but people aren't gonna steal stuff if you're really quick to take action. So collab sessions, mind mapping and whiteboard sessions. It's so often that I will just come into our office whiteboard's on the wall and I'll start just drawing stuff, writing stuff, creating things. If I've had, if I, if I've had an idea, if I've seen something on, on, uh, you know, online, because that's the way you start to flesh things out. The other thing to do is, is to think about how what you're doing is actually creative. So for example, in my last job, we were allowed time to be creative. So think outside the box, we went for walking meetings or we'd have like um, full days of just chatting about ideas in a very um, sort of measured way. It's not just like Google where you'd go and just have time off to think. It would be in a, a manner that was allowing us to be creative and think outside that box. Understand the goals. You know, for me, I was, I was, it always resonated with me that if I was given a budget, if I had to go and deliver a million pound project on Twitter, for example, and I had very little budget to spend and I had to get a million pounds in the next six months, how could I do that without being creative? How could I do that without showing our business's personality or whichever brand I was working on's personality? It was impossible. It would never happen. So there's a combination there of understanding the business growth methods and tools that we have and we know, the measured deliverables that I knew I had to de deliver, i.e. a million pounds, and then working out how I get the result. But I had been given or afforded the opportunity to take risks. And that's one of the things I would put there as the top five things I want to give you. Embrace risk-taking. I was allowed to take risks. If, I take, if we take on a brand's marketing, it's not going to work straight away, you know. But we guarantee results because we will test enough times, quick enough, whatever we're working on, that something will stick and then we'll go from there, we'll scale from there. So I can guarantee that I'm going to succeed. It's the same in the businesses that I worked in before or worked for before. We were allowed to fail. Fail fast, learn quick. And the fourth element there we need to think about is creating an open, no-blame culture for creativity. Because if there's blame culture, if, you've got a, if you're listening to this now and it's just you on your own or you and a VA, don't blame yourself. If you've got a small team of less than 10, whoever's doing the marketing, don't blame them for what they come up with. Allow them to change stuff. Or if you've got a big team and you're listening to this, allow that department to fail. Give them a budget to fail with. It's the same in sales. If you go looking for 100 no's, you'll make a sale. If you go looking for one yes, you won't because you'll get rejected and you'll never try again. So remember to create an open, no-blame culture for creativity. No one can just go and be creative because you've told them to. It's really hard and it's not going to convert in the way that you want it to.
So remember again, don't chain yourself or your junior marketing exec or whoever it is to their desk uh, or don't backspace a post that you've just written out because it's not professional enough. You know, we see this all the time when someone says, this is something that I've written for a landing page or a LinkedIn post or wherever it is, a caption for Instagram or TikTok. They backspace it all off and they say, oh, I was not professional enough. I didn't like it. Solve the problem and get people to see you doing it. That's the key. If you fail and you've then come back and created a solution to whatever you've done, people have seen you do that. If you go back long enough on my, even on the podcast, to be honest, or on my Instagram or on my LinkedIn, you'll see failures. You'll see where I've been, I've done really rigid videos or I couldn't speak to camera or I wrote things that were not interesting, got no likes. I've left it all on there. You can see where I've done badly. But it's okay because I've got no blame culture in my business and I'm happy that I learned quick enough to where we are now where we're getting inbound leads every day and we haven't really got to look for people to come to. That's the dream, isn't it, for everyone really. So show your creativity, show your personality and allow yourself to be creative engage with that part of you and forget the people that have have called you you know non-creative i've been told a lot of times in my life that i'm not creative because i like growing businesses and i've studied business that's what i've done but in my opinion it's the most creative thing that someone can do you know once you realize that once you realize that you are already being creative by running your business your business will fly because you'll allow yourself to take some more risks in my eyes it's a risk to not try things. It's a risk to just t- post the same things every day. Or it's a risk to have your marketing work and have no funnel to back it up. Because ultimately, what's going to happen? You're, you're putting a, uh, a string around the neck of your business. So it will never be full. It will never have enough prospects to make you uh, as su- successful as you want to be. You've got to allow yourself to do that. Maybe that's a mindset thing. But for me, there's a number of things you can put in place before you think about mindset that will just start the creative process going. And remember that creativity benefits you in the business, of course, but it also benefits your team. If your team are allowed to be creative, it's a fun environment, you engage and you have play in the workplace, they're going to stay longer, they're going to tell their friends. You're going to have more people that want to be hired by your team. It's a fun thing to do, you know? And then remember your clients, right? Your clients want to be involved in something. I've spoken about movements on this podcast. We help companies grow movements, right? So they want to be involved in something, People that want to work with us, for example, they just want they don't, they don't just want business growth. They want to be a part of what we're building. They want to get close to us. They want to get the motivation, the confidence that we have. Our customers come to us and to me because they want more of what we're doing, of what we've got. You know, that's one of the people, one of the things people say a lot about us when they when they give us testimonials is that yes, they got business growth. Yes, they got maybe they got healthier. Their mindset changed, but ultimately. They've got a new sort of uh, group of people they can be around. You know, we've helped them to change where they thought they were going. Our customers get more because we are creative and you can do exactly the same with your, with your customers. Show them who you are. There's no way that you're getting customers if you're a boring person that does a boring thing. You're definitely showing creativity and personality somewhere, whether it's as soon as they get through the door to you. Finally, they've got through the door into your business and you do something, whatever your service is, and you're having fun with them. And they're like, oh, you were fun, actually. You were creative. You were nice. You were authentic. Why didn't you do that online? I would never have known. That ad that you put out was really boring. I would never have known. But it sort of made me think about, I do have a problem that I needed to solve. But reluctantly, I've come to you because you're, you were maybe the cheapest. Creativity allows you to charge more. right? And we keep charging more until we hit that ceiling where people are starting to question the price. 
But until we get there, creativity allows us to keep pushing the boundaries. So to get creative, the final tip, to get creative, go outside, go and work somewhere else, talk to someone different, find inspiration, think of your offer in a different light and allow it to shine through. For me, if I want to be creative, I'll maybe go for a walk or I'll go and work somewhere else at a coffee shop or I'll go for a swim because swimming for me, what are you thinking about? You're thinking about breathing and you're thinking about something else. When I used to live in England, if I wanted to think, I'd go and mow the grass. Because it's an hour of thinking about nothing other than making straight lines in the grass and whatever I had to be creative about. Go and do something else. You're never going to be creative if you come into your office, sit down and start typing. It just won't happen. Go somewhere else and think about it. So let me summarize those things. Those five elements, I think it's five, five elements that I want you to start doing now to get more creative in your business and to start seeing some growth and some attention. We need to stay informed. So see what's going on in the world, what's working, what are other people doing that's working. Use creativity tools, collab sessions, mind mapping, whiteboard sessions. We need to create an open, no blame culture for creativity, regardless of the size of your business. If you've got no employees or a thousand employees, create a no blame culture. Do not let someone say you did that wrong. Because if the more and more you do that, or the more constrictions you put on creativity or on uh, experimentation, the less it's going to happen, the less leaps you're going to take, ultimately the slower you're going to grow. Fourth one was embrace risk-taking. So again, it links nicely there. Take risks. Put some posts out there that have some swear words in. Put some things out there, some ads out there that are allowing you to show your business in a way that's more interesting than anyone else. And then create a simulating environment. Make sure that you are being stimulated. But actually, as well as your colleagues, if you've got, if you've got employees, colleagues, make sure the environment's stimulating. Make sure stuff is happening that is allowing you to you know, think in a different light. Because people think in different ways. There's four different kinds of genius. If you haven't done Roger Hamilton's genius test, go and check it out because you will be one of the four. People learn, they work, and they like to be. They enjoy different ways of working, thinking, you know, being stimulated. You need to know the different ways so that you can embrace it the most. And I guarantee you, if you get creative and have fun with it, you will see results. 